Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals at Ryu Hotels and Resorts in Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central America. And enjoy a selection of exclusive non-stop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. A warmer from the low, welcome to Lovey Las Vegas for Coast to Coast Hoops with myself, Greg Hoops Pierce, and now part of the Visa Family Podcast, and we've got a tremendous podcast for you guys. We're going to be keeping this one guest-free, and the big reason why is that this is pretty much going to be a little bit of a get you guys prepped and get you guys ready for the upcoming season edition of the podcast, because we're going to be talking all today about injury information, how to gather it, some of the places that I look to to be able to get my injury information, and what we've all seen the last few days in terms of the news and notes of college basketball, and key guys that might be out for opening night, so we're going to go guest-free, we're going to have a guest on the podcast tomorrow, but today we're just going to be focusing in on this because I do think that it is incredibly important. So we're going to be doing a little bit of a just roundup of sources in segment number one, and then segment number two is going to be the news and notes and some guys that might be out for opening night for college basketball. And if you ever do have a question, comment, segment idea, what have you for this podcast, you do have one of two ways to be able to throw those in. First one is my Twitter timeline at unit underscore 81. Keep in mind, letters M. Amy does not matter. As per usual, please do send these into the timeline and the other way. That is fine. An Apple Podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. From there, you're able to fire in whatever you'd like here on this podcast via that five star review. And I know that the big question I've gotten from many of you guys is just injury information. Those of you guys that bet college football, you know this right now that college basketball, just college sports in general, Unlike the NFL, unlike the NBA, unlike the MLB, you don't have an injury report for the MLB. It's more just the injured list itself, but at the very least, you got something. And for college basketball, for college football, you have absolutely nothing. And I will say this right now before I go any further. No matter how hard you try, no matter how many sources you use, no matter how terrific you are at finding this information, there's always going to be a few that slip through the cracks. I mean, anyone that bet on, say, the Utah game against Washington State in terms of college football, I believe that that was last week. Cam Rising being ruled out like 10 minutes before the game. I mean, there's just some things that you can do absolutely nothing about. You do your absolute best, but at the same time, there's always going to be a few things that 
to fall through the cracks. And don't get discouraged by that. And I know that many of you guys ask, oh, where do you get the information that you do? How are you able to find this? And for one, before I give out some of the main sites I use, just type in a player that you think might be a little bit questionable. Type in some of the guys that you think might be key to a game in the Twitter search bar. Because all the places that I utilize, every pretty much major beat writer, they are all on Twitter. Now, whether or not that changes with the rollouts that Mr. Elon Musk is making, we shall see about that. And if there is a change, I will let you know on that. I don't think that there's going to be any sort of change. I know that there's been the old $8 revolution that is going down, and a lot of people are not so pleased about that. This is a college basketball podcast, so not one about social media. So I will not be diving into that any further, just saying that if we do have a little bit of a change, I will let you know. But as things sit right now, all these major beat reporters, everything that we've got in general, you're able to find it on Twitter. Like Oscar Sheway, for instance, he has been dealing with an injury. If you're wanting to find a little bit more information, I would say take a look at Oscar Sheboy, type him into the Twitter search bar, and obviously when it comes to taking a look to see if Oscar Sheboy is in or out, if you see like, oh, Oscar Sheboy out for the year, you probably want to click on the profile to make sure that it isn't like, instead of, for instance, to use an NFL example, Adam Schefter, make sure that it's not Adam Schefter or something like that, where it's like an N in there to throw things off in terms of like college basketball. Make sure that it's actually Jeff Goodman, not G-E, Jeff Goodman's, things like that. So you always want to be checking the source itself, but you're really able to find all these folks that they cover the team on a day-in-a-day-out basis on social media and two places that really do a good job of narrowing down the search for me a little bit, and I'll give them a plug right now, at NCAA Fantasy Hoop and also Rotowire CBB. These are two very good places in which it does a lot of the work for you. They, in my opinion, are the best two at just taking a look at injury information, posting up updates, and Rotowire CBB is at Rotowire CBB. These two handles I've had great success with in terms of just taking a look at injury information, making sure that I am up to date with everything that is going on. They do an absolutely incredible job, and I think a big thing to throw out here with this as well is not just making sure that a player is in or not, but make sure that a player is actually going to be relatively healthy and is actually going to be able to produce something because we all remember from something like the 2018 NCAA tournament. I thought that this was one of the most fascinating things ever. Like Dean Wade for Kansas State. He played for Kansas State and it didn't matter in this case because Kansas State was able to win that game outright against Kentucky in the Sweet 16 and then in the Elite Eight they get romped by Loyal Chicago. But you may recall in the NCAA tournament he was dealing with injury. They were able to get him back but he was nothing more than a decoy. He played five minutes. That was not Dean Wade. Then you also have instances where you've got someone that is dealing with a little bit of an ailment. He comes back. He looks just completely 100% in general. And then you're like, man, why did I ever doubt this as well? I think that that is something that is very important to do with injury information. But the big takeaways here, utilize those two aggregates that I talk about with Rotowire CBB along with NCAA Fantasy Hoop. Now, it's easier for them to be able to get information on like the Power 6, the Atlantic 10 list goes on and on. I know that both still do a relatively solid job of reporting on some of the major injuries. Like I know that there's been some good updates with someone like 
Dylan Penn over at Vermont, who got injured during the offseason. It seems like he's getting a little bit closer to returning. Should be out for the start of the season, but things are looking a little bit more promising on that front. But I do think that that is important. And always take a look at what you were able to get going into the start of the season. Like, for instance, Cam Whitmore. He's dealing with an injury for Villanova right now. He has yet to practice with the team. Even when he's able to get out there and even when he becomes 100% for Villanova, you still have to give a little bit of a dock in points in general for what Cam Whitmore is going to be able to provide for Villanova because he is a freshman. He's coming into a little bit of a new system, and I do think that things like that are a bit important. If there's something that I did not cover in terms of this first segment, if you want me to go a little bit more in-depth, if there's something that you're still unclear about, at GUnit underscore 81 on Twitter, but hopefully that was able to get the ball rolling for you. Hopefully that was able to give you some good sources in general in terms of finding injury information, which I do think is very important, and I will throw out there one other thing as well. I posted up my handicap lines for night number one of the upcoming college basketball season on Tuesday. Do note that with the injury information I'm getting, and I'm going to be covering a lot of those injuries in the final segment that we've been seeing over the last few days, will cause for a little bit of line movement. Like, Pittsburgh is going to be without two likely starters, like John Hughley being out of the fold. That's going to move the line a little bit. Derek Lively, he's looking like he's not going to be playing for Duke Knight number one, and if he does, he's going to be limited. That means that the line that I said on Duke, that's going to be a little bit shorter now against Jacksonville Knight number one, just because they are dealing with these injuries. I do adjust my lines based on the injury information that we're seeing, or if we see good news, I will bolster a team up as well. So just want to throw that out there right now, but coming up in segment number two, going to give you guys what we've seen in college basketball the last few days and some big-time injuries that you do want to be taking note of for opening night here on Coast Coast Hoops with myself, Greg Hughes Peterson, now a part of the Decent Family Podcast. Are you ready to become a winning sports better? Schedule a call with SBIA to find out how their service can make you a long-term winning player. They've developed an innovative algorithm that maximizes units return, and they are so confident in their system that they offer a money-back guarantee. Sign up by October 31st and get their NBA package at no cost until they reach 10 net units. They treat sports betting like a business. So if you want to learn how to make your sports betting dreams a reality, visit them at SBIA1.com and check them out on social media at SBIA Sports. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This show slash podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp and over at BetterHelp, 
They're helping you try to be able to ease up on your life a little bit more because I'm sure that you, much like myself, wish you had a little bit more time on your hands, whether that be to pursue a hobby. I myself could use a little bit of sleep as I've been handicapping about like 300 games a week and you're not able to get a lot of sleep when you're working that much, so hopefully you appreciate it on this podcast. But that said... Therapy can be exactly what you need to be able to get a little bit more time on your hands to pursue exactly what you love. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched up with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time at no additional charge. Learn what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Coast today. That's C-O-A-S-T to be able to get 10% off through your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Coast. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. And we're back here at Lovey Las Vegas for Coast to Coast with myself, Greg Eaps Pierce. And now part of the Beeson Family Podcast here in segment number two. It's a little bit of a roundup of just everything that we have been seeing in college basketball the last few days and some injuries that you do want to be taking note of going into the upcoming college basketball season. I went through a lot of the sources in segment number one. And once again, if you have further questions at GUnit underscore 81 on Twitter, we've got a few days left until the start of the college basketball season. want to clear up anything that you do have questions with going into what is going to be, in my opinion, a very excellent college basketball season. First things first, Jayu Ituka. It looks like he is going to be out of the fold for Wake Forest to begin the season. According to a report, Steve Forbes said on Tuesday that he does not expect him to play for at least 10 days. He is a transfer that comes in from Maris. He was averaging right around 15.5 points per contest, shot 40% from three-point range. 
I didn't think that he was an impact guy for Wake Forest, but I did think that he was going to be a cog off the bench. I had to adjust by half a point to a point on my line between Wake Forest against Fairfield as a result. So something to take note of. Wake Forest going to be at less than 100%. Looks like Oregon is going to be at less than 100% to begin the season. Jermaine Cousinart, he comes in from South Carolina, was a double-figure scorer at South Carolina, we'll say. Very much a Jekyll and Hyde shooter. He is going to be out to begin the season, and Rivaldo Soares, he came in from the junior college level last season, last season at Oregon, four and a half points per contest. I thought that he'd be able to make a little bit of an impact, but right now it looks like he has a chance to miss the opening game against Florida A&M on Monday. He has not been participating in practice, so we are going to be taking a look at that. I believe it was James Crapia who of the Oregonian who had that report, so we're taking a look at Oregon, what we might be able to get out of them. I did have to take a look at a few coaching moves and make notes there because for Bill Self, he and an assistant are going to be out for the first four games of the season. They've got three cupcake games. It starts night number one against Omaha, and then they do have the Champions Classic, and the Champions Classic is a big deal, and even the game against Omaha, I did adjust my line a little bit. I had Kansas originally as a 36-point favorite. I'm leaning towards them being more around a 34 to a 34.5-point favorite. I do think that that is important to take note of, but that is something to take a look at. You've got Jemiah Neal. He is playing for Arizona State, and he will miss at the very least the first couple games of the season, according to Sun Devil Source. I thought that he was going to be a rotational piece for Arizona State. Had to shade down their line a little bit against Tarleton State to begin the season. Not a guy that lit the world on fire by any stretch of the imagination last year. Averaging right around two points, two rebounds per contest, six foot six. A little bit of a combo player, so we shall see what happens with Arizona State, but looks like he's going to be out of the fold to begin the season. This is an update, and this didn't move the line because he was already going to be out to begin the season. Parfardos Amick, there were reports that he might be good to go when it comes to the start of Big 12 play. Jeff Goodman is right now reporting that he is probably not going to be good to go until February. So anyone considering Texas Tech futures right now, that's not looking too terrific. I was at Utah Valley last season. after 18.9 points, 13.6 boards, over a block per contest, shot over 40% from three-point range as a six foot eleven big man. So yeah, that is not too terrific for Texas Tech to say the least. Good news is it doesn't affect the night number one line, but man, yeah, feel for the kid. You hope that he's going to be able to get out there on the floor, and you're hoping that Terry Roberts is going to be able to get out there on the floor eventually as well. He transferred into Georgia, and right now he's away just for personal reasons. You got to figure that he is not going to be able to suit it up against Western Carolina for Roberts last season. He was playing for the Braves of Bradley, and he was a very solid player. He had 14 and a half points, a little bit over four assists, five rebounds, shot 34 and a half percent from three point range, six foot three, very, very solid player. So that is a blow for a Georgia team that is looking to rebuild under Mike White. Good news is they now have someone not named Tom Cream coaching them. So that is automatically an upgrade, but still that is going to be relatively tough for them. And I think that this is one of the most under the radar injuries that we are finding. Rutgers is right now dealing with an injury to Caleb McConnell. His status for night number one is very uncertain. It's actually seeming to be very bad. And I would consider Caleb McConnell to be a top 10 player in terms of just sheer defense in all of college basketball. If you take a look at the raw points that he puts up, you probably wouldn't think of him as being someone that'd be worth too much to the line. But if he doesn't go against Columbia, I'm going to need to shade this down by multiple points. He's a six foot seven, very versatile player that last season for Rutgers, averaged seven points, 
five rebounds per game, but where his value was, was really on defense, as I was alluding to. 2.2 steals per contest. You just take a look at all the advanced defensive metrics. He's a top 10 to a top 15 player in all of college basketball. I am very much taking note of that. I'm also taking note of the injury to Mike Miles, the preseason player of the year out in the Big 12. He suffered a toe injury. There's a chance that he might miss the beginning of the season. Now, it's Arkansas Pine Bluff that TC is going to be playing against. Uh, Got to figure that there's going to be no rush to get him back out there on the floor. And for Miles, he did struggle a little bit from three-point range, as TCU did as a whole last season, shooting 29.5% from three. But a very good plus defender that was able to put up 15.5 points, 3.5 boards, 3.8 assists per contest last season. Season. That is going to be big. I'm going to have to adjust my line on TCU if he is unable to go. So we shall see what happens there. You really didn't get the fireworks I was thinking from the Louisville situation after about 500 million billion years. And this goes back to the Katina Pell stripper situation. So yeah, we're keeping it nice and PG here. I could have used much more choice language, but for Rick Patino, he got fined, I believe, $5,000 and he got some little reprimands in terms of like recruiting and things like that, but no firings there. Kenny Johnson, he's a assistant at Rhode Island. He got a two-year show cause penalty. We shall see what happens there. Really not much impact in terms of what happened on that front. So a little bit of a surprise in my opinion where I think you could see some big movement and Kentucky, they're going to be leading off the season playing against Howard. They've got Duquesne as well, and then they got the Champions Classic, but for Kentucky, they do have a couple of cupcake games, really, other than that Champions Classic before the Gonzaga matchup, but they had quite a few guys miss their exhibition from Thursday evening. Damian Collins, Grant, hopefully I'm saying this correctly, Darby Shire, Sevier Wheeler, Oscar Shibway out the fold. Oscar Shibway has been dealing with a knee injury that I've been talking about on this podcast last week or so. Wheeler, he went down in their last scrimmage against a D2 school. I want to see what John Calipari is going to be seeing because I'm recording this right around 5 o'clock p.m. Pacific time and I am going to be seeing what John Calipari says after the exhibition game that we saw on Thursday, but this could be a dramatic move against our team that, I mean, they're out there in the MEAC, but still, I think that they're going to be one of the better teams in the the Miak, not having out there Wheeler and Chibwe, that's a very significant line move. I can't think of too many guys in terms of a duo in college basketball that would move the line too much more than Wheeler and Oscar Chibwe. I've already shaded it down because I do expect that if Chibwe and Wheeler play in the game, they're going to be far from 100%. I sort of went in the middle because I think that those two guys are worth as much as eight points to the line. You've got a guy that was the top player in all of college basketball last year and a guy in Savir Wheeler who's a top 10 player in terms of assists on a per game basis who's going to have the ball in his hands quite a bit this season so wanting to be taking note of that it appears as though Trace Jackson Davis who was dealing with a little bit of an injury for Indiana he's good to go you really don't have a lot there and this is good news for Michigan State I've been reporting upon a lot of bad news but Jaden Akins who's been dealing with an injury a lot of people are expecting this kid for Michigan State to take a big giant leap from year one to year two he is back out there in practice there's a good chance that he's going to be able to play in the game against Northern Arizona, and that's good news. Now, for Aikens, because he has missed a lot of practice here in the offseason, got to figure that he's probably not going to play maybe the full amount of minutes, night number one, that he will be in, say, Big Ten play, but still a kid that was a top one recruit, didn't necessarily put up big numbers last year with three and a half points, two and a half rebounds per contest, but someone that I think is going to be very important for this team, and then staying out there in the Big Ten, you've got a pair of guys that are very questionable for night number one for the Ohio State University, as they're going to be playing against Robert Morris, as Eugene Brown is really the biggest of these two, 
because he and Justice Suing, they did not play in a team's exhibition matchup a few nights ago. I believe that they were playing against Chabonat in that exhibition, but the big one here, in my opinion, is Eugene Brown. He didn't put up big numbers last year, three and a half points, two and a half rebounds per contest, but the reason why he's dealing with a concussion, and concussions those get to be very, very dicey for Suing. He put up six points at three and a half rebounds per game last season, but he really didn't play a lot of lot, and they've got a little bit of depth with Zed Key being solid down low, and they brought in Tanner Holden from Wright State, so we're going to be checking in on their status as well. We are going to be checking in on the status of Trey Mitchell as well. West Virginia has been a little bit banged up, and right now he is dealing with a foot issue, and he may or may not be able to go against Mount St. Mary's. I'd probably be shading down West Virginia about a point and a half, two points if he does not go. Mitchell last season was at Texas, right around nine points, four boards per contest. Left before the end of the season per personal issues, but if you look at what he did at UMass a few seasons ago, shot nearly 40% per three, 18 and a half points, seven boards, a block per contest, so this is someone that is really able to stuff the sad sheet, so I'm going to be taking a look at his status moving forward, and got to be taking a look at what we're going to be getting out of Pittsburgh as well, as John Hughley and William Jeffries, they're unable to play against UT Martin as of right now. It seems like there might be a fringe opportunity for Hughley to go, and that would be big because Hughley is their main guy down low, William Jeffries. He was able to put up about three and a half points, three and a half rebounds per contest last season, and Hughley, he was really the statue. Suffer down low for the team, 15 points, eight rebounds per game, but seems like both of these guys are going to be out against a UT Martin team that I like the way that they've been able to rebuild. Parker Stewart coming back in the full for them. That is absolutely massive, and this is going to be big for Utah. We were noting that Marco Anthony has been dealing with a little bit of an injury. Guy that put up 9.7 boards, 2 assists, solid 3-point shooter, but it looks like he should be good to go and good to play the first game of the season against the good old LIU Sharks. So that is very good news on that front. And then really the biggest injury that I'm taking a look at right now and the one that has come out of left field a little bit, that'd be Derek Lively and his status opening night against Jacksonville. We all knew that Derek Whitehead was dealing with a bit of an injury and Whitehead and Lively, a pair of top five recruits. Both of these guys are right now a game time decision as to whether or not they're going to be able to go against Jacksonville. It seems like Lively might be a little bit more, shall we say, lively to be able to go in that opening game, but you've got to believe that Duke, if they need to concede having those two guys in Jacksonville and just have them out there in general for the Champions Classic, they certainly are going to be taking that, both of these guys. Just so highly skilled, very versatile, so Duke might be having to dive into their bench quite a bit night number one against Jacksonville, and as you guys can tell, there is a lot to round up right now in college basketball. UMass has been dealing with some injuries. I know that TJ Weeks and Taquan Woodley, they did not play in their exhibition match. I'm going to be trying to see if I can find a little bit more on their status, because UMass, I made a pretty hefty favorite night number one. We shall see if that remains the case as well, because they're dealing with a little bit of something, and you got a lot that is going on, and I'm doing my best to give you guys all the news and notes to be successful for this up coming college basketball season, keeping you guys hip to everything that is going on in college basketball. And if you have a question, comment, segment idea, what have you for this podcast, you do have one of two ways to be able to those in. First one is my Twitter timeline at GNet underscore 81. Keep in mind letters M. they mean does not matter. So as per usual, please just send these into the timeline. The other way, that's fine in Apple Podcast Review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. And then from there, you're able to fire in whatever you like to hear on this podcast. Find that five star review. One guest free today because I do think that it was very important to give you guys all this information. We just did about 13 or so minutes just rounding up everything that we've seen the last few days in general. I think that those are very important notes for night number one. So 
please utilize those in your handicapping toolbox and I'll be coming at you guys every single day on this podcast. Last few days of the offseason is just set for getting you guys set for opening night and then once we hit Monday morning, picks and analysis on every single game, every single day and something else that I'm going to do for you guys on this podcast in the show notes. I'm going to post the link to where I'm going to have my spreadsheet and everything like that for the upcoming season as night number one and night number two lines already on there and I will be updating those as we do get more and more injury information so I think that that should be helpful for you guys and hopefully this podcast is helpful for you guys also we'll throw in there I've now done a preview of all 32 conferences if you look at just your feed of Coast to Coast Soups you're able to find whatever conference you're wanting previewed so I've got you guys covered there and I've got you guys covered every single day on this podcast and I will chat at you once again tomorrow thank you so much for tuning in Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can be all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you and you're able to learn more over at BetterHelp.com. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com.